church this morning. So the title of the message this morning is The One and the Many. The One and the Many. And our text is 1 Corinthians 12, verses 12 to 14. So turn there in your Bibles, please. The One and the Many is the title of the message. 1 Corinthians 12, verses 12 to 14. Did you know that in our foot there are 38 bones, 30 joints, and over 100 muscles, tendons, and ligaments that all have to work together so that we can walk, okay? This little walk that I'm doing is a miracle. There it is right there. Uh, And if any of those 38 bones or 30 joints or 100 muscles, tendons, or ligaments are out of whack, it's hard to walk, isn't it? Those of you who've had problems with your feet. One body, many members. The Apostle Paul, by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, uses this metaphor of a body with its many members working together to walk out the mission of making disciples with the gospel to represent the church. Look around you. Some of you are bones. Some of you are joints. Some of you are ligaments and muscles. But we all must work together, many members in one body. Today is about receiving new members. It's about the miracle of the body. The human body is a miracle. Forget the foot. How about our hearts, our minds? It's just amazing. God created us, all these different members working together so that the body can walk in a coordinated fashion and function. And so the body of Christ, that's the metaphor used in our text. Let's read it. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 12 to 14. For just as the body is one and has many members, and all the members of the body, though many, are one body, so it is with Christ. Verse 13. For in one spirit we were all baptized into one body, Jews or Greeks, slaves or free, And all were made to drink of one spirit. For the body does not consist of one member, but of many. Here is the thesis. Here is what we are arguing from this text. This is what God is saying to us from this text on the screen. We are one body with many members united in one spirit. We are one body with many members united in one spirit. And that's played out this morning in this New Members Sunday. So let's take a look at the two points of our message. We're one body with many members, and the second point will be we are united in one spirit. Point one, we are one body with many members. Look again at verse 12. For just as the body is one and has many members, and all the members of the body, though many, are one body. So it is with Christ. Here's the tension. The tension is between unity and diversity or variety. Preceding our text, the Apostle Paul talks about one spirit giving a variety of gifts to the body. So there's this tension of unity and variety. What we must be careful to preserve is the variety 
and not demand uniformity. We saw that last week. We're a plurality of leaders, five elders, pastors, elders. We're very different. David is one of them. I'm one of them. Corey is one of them. Kevin, Raphael. And that is the beauty of the body of Christ, beginning with the leadership. There's a tension that, that there's this thing that maybe wants to make us all uniform. That's not what the Bible's talking about. There's this variety. It's just not all Lay's potato chips. There are some Doritos and some Fritos and some Cheetos. Preach it, brother. There's some tostones. We're a variety pack. But it can get uncomfortable if all you like is laced potato chips. It, it can get uncomfortable. When, when the variety that God has given us as the body of Christ, which is why Paul uses this metaphor, which is why he talks about it in chapter 12 all over the place. The whole body can't just be a foot. There needs to be an eye, ears, hands. And, and there's, this, there's this beautiful variety united around Christ. What unites us is Christ, the doctrine, the gospel, one spirit. But, but we're many, united into one. There's a variety of personalities in this church. And sometimes they rub each other wrongly. I'm an extrovert, in case you're wondering. Sometimes introverts don't appreciate me walking into the room, talking before I listen. My parents, you say, Al, you have one mouth and two ears. That's there for a reason. Come into a room listening. I still have to learn that. We have different ethnicities, different nationalities. What I love about South Florida, look around. We're from all over the place. There's different preferences. There, you have different passions. Some of you have this passion for mercy ministry and to help the poor and the disenfranchised. Some of you have a passion to go preach the gospel to the nations. Some of you have a passion to work in the business world and to reach the academics and the university people. Some of you have a passion to reach the youth. There, there's different emphases, prayer, the gifts of the Spirit, preaching, one-on-one -on -one Bible study. We're a variety pack. We have to learn how to get together. We don't want uniformity. We want unity around Christ. Different ethnicities, different socioeconomic groups, different races. If the world is looking for something today, it's how in the world can we all get along? It's in Christ. It doesn't downplay our differences. That would be uniformity. That would be trying to press everybody into one mold. That's not the gospel. It's in our variety coming together to work together as those 38 bones and those 30 uh, tendons and all of those muscles and all of those ligaments work together so that we can walk. So we can walk the gospel. We can walk the talk. We're one body many members. Second, we are united in one spirit. 
point two. We are united in one spirit. Look at verses 12, excuse me, verses 13 and 14. For in one spirit, we were all baptized into one body. Jews or Greeks, slaves or free, and all were made to drink of one spirit. For the body does not consist of one member, but of many. In the first century, you could not find two ethnicities or nationalities that were more divided than the Greek and the Jew. One despised the other. One thought he was better than the other. They would never come together unless Jesus Christ baptizes them in the Spirit as he promised at their conversion. So Paul is able to write, put verse 13 up there again, Jews or Greeks, slaves or free, there would be no disparity in income or socioeconomic level so great today, none, from the richest person living on Star Island or wherever they're living over there on Miami Beach and the poorest person in the poorest neighborhood in Miami, that distance is nothing compared to the distance in the first century between a slave and a free person. And yet, when they're both baptized by the Lord Jesus Christ into the Spirit at their salvation and then baptized, as it says here, into the body of Christ, you've got the slave and the free sitting next to each other, eating the meal of communion, the Lord's table, and then afterwards, or back then they would have it simultaneously, but today afterwards, going to each other's homes and having a meal together. And the world says, what is happening? Rich and poor, white and black, brown, from America, Argentina, Bolivia, Mexico, Asian, African, European. Doesn't matter. They retain their distinctives. It's still a variety pack. There's Cheetos and Fritos and 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 and, and Doritos and there's all that, but they're together forming this beautiful tapestry of, of Christ. So it is with Christ. Because they've been made to drink of one spirit. I want you to look again at verse 13. And, and notice that three times in verse 13, you see the word one. I want you to look at it. For we are in one spirit... We were all baptized into one body, and we were all made to drink of one spirit. And then notice twice in verse 13, this word all. We were all baptized into one body. Think about that. We're all baptized into one body. Jesus baptizes us in the spirit. We're converted, and he baptizes us into the body. If you are united with Christ, you are united with Christ's people, or you're not united with Christ. There is no lone range of Christianity in, in, in the Bible. It just does not exist. You can't just be online. You and your screen and your Bible and your delusion. You have to physically come and rub up against some Cheetos and get Cheeto dust on you. For you purists that just are Lay's potato chips people. By the way, this is my weakness. That's why I'm talking about. I could eat five bags of all of them. I mean, salty, crispy, savory treat. That's it. I, that's the death of me. Okay. And for, don't even get me started on chicharrones. I could go chicharrones all day, man. 
cholesterol count skyrockets, but I'm happy. Because we all drink of the same spirit. What Paul's talking about is what we're doing today. We're receiving new members. We're, 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 we're baptizing those that, have, that God has saved. And, 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 and what he's really doing is he's referring back to what he wrote earlier in chapter 10 on the screen. This whole drinking of the same spirit, baptized in the same spirit in one body, is what he's saying in chapter 10, 1 Corinthians 10, verses 1 to 4. For I do not want you to be unaware, brothers, that our, bro that our fathers, he's talking about the Jewish nation, Israel, our fathers, one people of God, Old Testament, that's Israel, one Christ, prefigured in the old, revealed in the new, one church, that our fathers were all under the cloud and all passed through the sea and were all baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea and all and all are the same, excuse me, and all ate the same spiritual food and all drank the same spiritual drink. For they drank from the spiritual rock that followed them, and the rock was Christ. What he's talking about is salvation. You drink of Christ. You drink of the Spirit, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit in salvation. That is what unites us. We're united with Christ by the Spirit in baptism and hence united to one another as the many parts of his one body. We are all partaking of the resurrection life of Christ. We've all died with Christ on the cross. We've all raised with Christ unto eternal life. We're going to see that symbolized in this ordinance of baptism at the end of the service that we'll do outside. What is being referenced here is conversion. It's, it's the New Testament practice of baptism. That conversion that you see throughout the scriptures, particularly in Acts, we are transformed by the Spirit who applies the redemptive work of Christ. That's what we have in common to our lives. We died with Christ to sin. We're raised with him in righteousness. We're going to read that in a moment in Romans 6. This is the reality of conversion communicated by the ordinance of baptism. And here's the application this morning, church. Let us welcome the new members to our body who have been baptized by the Lord Jesus Christ in the Spirit at their conversion. They've borne testimony of that to us as pastors. We did their pastoral interview. And they are now being baptized into this body by the Lord Jesus Christ. And it's meaningful. And that moves me now to our new members' presentation. So, 